It's easy to get caught up in what you're doing, buried in projects, tasks, commitments. It's overwhelming. Remember that productivity isn't the goal, but an imperfect means of measurement. Give yourself the space to simply be mostly productive and supercharge your success. I'm Matt Anderson, and let's explore this idea a bit more. Well, hello. When I think about goals that I have for myself, and I don't mean the goal for the next week or the goal for the month, but those bigger goals, I find that one of the ways that I've had the most success in sticking with it is by using something called identity-based goals. Now, identity-based goals, as an example, are phrased something like this. I'm the kind of person who could run a 5K at any time. I'm the kind of person who will be there if I say that I will be. I'm the kind of person that prioritizes time with my family. Now, it's worth noting that in these type of goals, I'm not trying to make a comprehensive list of all the things that make me up or what all of my identities are, but rather as I think about that goal, I'm tying it to an identity that either I aspire to or I want to make sure that I don't lose. And there are probably a billion of these that I could come up with if I tried to put everything out, but I try to target a short-ish list of these that I'm going to be focused on. So as I align that to different priorities, I, th I can think about the various projects that I'm taking on, what kind of initiatives those uh, roll up into, and ultimately, how do those tie into my goals. And, and, and it's not necessarily those goals that are at the top, but rather the identity that those are tied to. And it's this synergy that helps make those work together. And what this does is it gives me a framework to be able to work with as new things come up. Should I do this thing? And if I've previously taken time to think through the identities that I'm striving for and some goals around those, it makes the decision process more consistent. Now, I think through the following broad categories for these goals, though I don't necessarily need to categorize the statements under one of these. I just find it helpful to use these as different prompts or parts of my life in which I might have an identity and some sort of goal to tie to it. One of those is just the pure self-identity, who I am and what I stand for. Going a little further out uh, from there, but still very much tied to myself, is how my identity within my family and that I have for the family itself. I also look at friends the, and the type of friends that I want to have and the type of friend that I want to be to others. Another category is around my career and what I'm, what impact I'm trying to have there. And I'll use that term of career a little bit loosely because it's not just a job, but really what, what kind of impact am I trying to have on other people? Another is finances and 
Uh, this is not so much about trying to make sure that I'm spending accurately or within a budget or investing well, and though I want to do those things, but what role do finances play in my identity? How do I think about those? And what am I thinking about finances for? And to jump back to those examples, it's usually not about making a certain target amount of money, but rather the types of things in my life that I want to do and be able to enable that are unlocked by financial decisions that I'm making and not just about the dollars itself. And then the last category that sits behind everything, I will call spirit, I don't know if that's really the right word for it, but it's that category to consider my balance with the world around me and making sure I'm living in harmony. And effectively, this is making sure that there is effective give and take in all aspects of my life. And I'm not just taking from all of these categories and trying to get something out of it myself, but how I live in balance with those other things. So I take each of those different categories and I'll think through some of those different identities. And in translating that to this concept of identity-based goals, I adapted a, a concept which I'll include an image linked to below, but I'll describe in this episode. This image uh, really resonated with me. I clipped it from a blog post nearly a decade ago, and I refer back to it every once in a while. But it's this idea of the layers of behavior change. And it is three circles kind of nested within each other. And at that core is your identity. This is the person you are. Uh, the example here in a, in a phrase is, I'm the type of person who never misses a workout. The next circle around your identity is your performance. These are the actions you take. An example here is, I can do 100 push-ups in a row. And then the last circle around that is your appearance. And it's the way the world perceives you. Uh, and it, an example here is, it looks like you've lost 10 pounds. So those rings moving out again, your identity, your performance, and your appearance. So I'll map this back to the examples that I laid out at the intro to this podcast. So your identity, the person you are. And my example, my first example that I had there was, I'm the type of person who can run a 5K at any time, which granted is really on that cusp of almost being the actions that I take in my performance, uh, that, that performance ring. But I firmly believe that in an example like this one, uh, it's almost a bit too wishy-washy for me to just think about something as generic as I'm the type of person who often goes running or something like that. There's a, there's a certain way that I can objectively describe and, and look at my running. I should always be in a position where it doesn't matter if I'm tired from the day before or not feeling as well one day versus another. I'm the type of person who could run a 5K at any time. 
and going out to my performance, the actions that I take around that do include running. It it involves going out a few times a week to uh, go doing those runs. And for me, this is I run on average three times per week. And then in that outermost circle, my appearance, the way the world perceives me, it's something like, oh, you're looking healthy. And looking at this, it sure feels good to be seen by others uh, in a positive light like that. But that in and of itself is not the goal. That in and of itself is rarely enough to keep that keep that pressure on or keep the the grind going to go and do that regular working out. It's really that identity in the middle and my association and my feeling in, in wanting to continue to have that identity that's so important. And that is what keeps me going on the different actions it takes or that performance uh, I, I need to deliver in order to be able to get there. I sometimes put myself to a test on this one. There's a, a fun story from a few years ago. There was a work conference that I went to and there was a 5K fun run at six in the morning in Las Vegas. And six in the morning in Las Vegas can be a really tough one, especially when you're out with some friends and coworkers until, well, after two in the morning, a little bit fuzzy in, in exactly when it was that I got back and got to bed. But I got up the next day and I went out and I ran that 5K anyway. Now, it didn't feel great, but it was part of my identity on that is you know, the person that I am, I am the person who's going to be able to run a 5k at any time. And while I don't care to repeat those specific circumstances again and again, or frankly, even one again, it was that identity that kept me going. And I'll say there was more to the actions that I take than just the previous running that I'd done, I also drank water, lots and lots of water, despite the rather late night that I'd had before. But I digress. So the the author of that blog post also has a book about habits, and I've read his free chapter and considered buying the book, but I haven't for whatever reason. Just the this idea, this concept, this visual of those layers of behavior change have stuck with me and that's been valuable unto itself. Maybe I will read the book one day at some time, but for now, I just use that idea of hooking my goals into identity-based goals. Now, something of note here is that these type of goals aren't explicitly SMART goals on their own, S-M-A-R-T, as an acronym for specific, measurable, actionable, realistic, and time-based. However, what I will say is that you can work with these to be able to build that SMART goal structure if you need to be able to communicate those sorts of things to other people. And in this way, the goal itself is absolutely identity-based, but you may take something like those actions that are that next ring out and be able to break that out into the specific you know, measurable things that you're going to do 
So the thing is, I can work into that SMART goal structure and be able to communicate it to people around me in that format. And I can still work toward those things. But the driver, what's helping me make it happen, isn't the vague idea of a goal that's tied to the action. And rather, it is a goal that is very personal and part of my identity at that point. And in this, I find it to be a very structured way to be able to get to those SMART goals. It can almost help in identifying some of those you know, actions that can be taken and what the appropriate timing is for those things. It can really frame it up and take a more nebulous type of concept and give more specific direction. Uh, the identity-based goals really do become kind of like a bullseye to be able to help address what that performance is and you know, out from there, people being able to see the impact of that performance, even if they don't know specifically, even if they don't know as intimately as I do what that bullseye in the middle is all about. So I encourage you, think through some of those identity statements in those different categories. Try out this idea of putting down a few goals that are tied to an identity And see if something like this can help make those more difficult times in pursuing a goal just a little bit more manageable. I appreciate you listening to the podcast. I'll put out my call for questions as usual. If you have anything about this or other episodes, you can reach out to me, get in touch through mostlyproductive.com. If you haven't already, please like and subscribe to the podcast. You can find it on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And that's all for now. So with that, I'll say thanks and have a great day.